Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. There are dangerous, unpredictable forces at work here. In one of the most mysterious corners of the globe, a lot of things can kill you out here without even trying. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. I believe it was a UFO. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. The Alaskan Bigfoot, he can rip you in half. These accounts are really widespread. It peeked out of the tree right there. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. More people have disappeared than the Bermuda Triangle, two to three times the amount. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was petrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I'm always after scientific evidence that can be independently corroborated to try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. The Alaska Triangle is steeped in mystery with extraordinary stories and unexplained phenomena. From possessions and poltergeists to mythological monsters, it's a hub of supernatural activity. The place is absolutely riddled with the paranormal. Its cities are rife with reported hauntings. This hotel is a hotbed for the supernatural. It's wilderness stalked by strange beasts. We have something here. Now, paranormal investigators are on a mission to solve the mysteries. I feel like I've kind of dipped my arms in like ice water right now. And the results are astonishing. I can't speak, I can't move. Look how dangerous this is here. Alaska's state capital, Juneau, wedged between mountains and ocean. 
founded in the gold rush and home to one of Alaska's most haunted buildings. Anyone who's, who's worked or lived here for any length of time knows that this hotel is a hotbed for the supernatural. To understand the building's hauntings is to crack the supernatural mysteries of the Alaska Triangle itself. Leading the investigation, expert intuitive and paranormal investigator Jeff Richards. The Alaska Triangle is absolutely a magnet for the spirits of the dead, with more cases of hauntings and possessions than many other places in North America. The building's history goes hand in hand with the city itself. This hotel was built in 1913 on gold money. Juneau was a mining town. It was a rough and ready sort of border town. Prospectors were exploring every nook and cranny with a fine comb. 98% of them returned broke. To celebrate their successes or drink away their failures, Juno's most colorful characters headed to the Alaskan hotel. This hotel was a bordello where rooms were rented out by the working girls. If you were to come in in 1913 into this very bar, you would see a lot of miners, trappers, fishermen, even lawmen and legislators, they all came together. Many think that notorious past has left a permanent paranormal mark. My family's had this hotel since I was two years old. I grew up around the supernatural and I grew up around the ghosts and the spirits that live in this building. For many guests, the hotel's paranormal activity is too much to bear. Some people can't stay here. They just leave. Some of them running, some of them screaming. Now, Jeff will use his years of experience investigating hauntings and supernatural activity to dig to the bottom of the hotel's paranormal history. Joshua. Hey, pleased to meet you. It's uh, amazing to be in such a famous haunted hotel. I'm hoping that Jeff can tell me a little bit more about the hauntings and possibly the other supernatural beings that inhabit this building. Yeah, come right back this way. I'd like to know if, if his findings concur with the legends. First up, Josh takes him to one of the most disturbing spots in the building. The first thing I want to show you is down in the basement. So this is where we have a resident poltergeist. The few people who have ventured into the hotel's basement report an aggressive spirit that physically attacks them. He's angry with women. There's a feeling of, of anguish. And, and hatred, intense hatred and capriciousness um, in that particular spot in the basement. As an intuitive, Jeff feels attuned to the presence of spirits in haunted spaces. Do you feel that there's sort of this malevolent kind of presence or something that's more likely to push people out of this space? Yes. Than other parts of the hotel? Definitely, okay. yes. So it's like two hands coming up in front of me right now almost like a roaring kind of masculine energy wanting to push me back up those stairs for whatever reason. Like, I, I feel like I've kind of dipped my arms in, like, ice water right now. Does that make sense to you? For Josh, the poltergeist in the basement arrived after a tragic accident. Well, let me tell you something about the history of this place. On September 8th, 1998, I was standing right here, and I was looking at a dead man floating face down in what at that time was a hot tub that we had rented to him. His name was Charles, and he died at the age of 44 by drowning. After Charles drowned, his body was removed. But Josh believes his spirit never left. That man is a poltergeist, and he is very, very territorial. 
After the death, that we never rented another hot tub, and we never used this area for any commercial purpose. I've done over 185 investigations. I hear stories all the time of a haunted space that is haunted because some incredibly violent act has taken place there, a murder or a suicide. I think it's quite common for those moments to leave a rip in the energy of that space that those spirits are continually drawn back to. But Jeff feels there's more at play here. So the, the negativity then, because um, I'm feeling right now, it may very well be the energy of that man that passed away. But to me, it also feels like there's something here that's a bit older than that. Could it be the hotel's colorful past that has left spirits festering in its basement? Right where you're standing was a horseshoe bar. The bar was a hub for every scoundrel, scumbag, legislator, con man, murderer, thief, you name it. There were riots, there were brawls. It was just like the Old West. This feels like something connected to the original people on this land. Do you know if there's ever been anything, like if anything was found with regards to, you know, burial sites or, you know, sacred spaces, ceremonial spaces on the property that the Alaska Hotel resides on right now? Many of Alaska's towns were built on the sites of settlements established by indigenous Native American tribes. Jeff's keen to know if the Alaskan Hotel was too. This building was built on native lands, and this land is still sacred to the Tlingit people. And when the white people came, they took it from the Native Americans, and many of those homes were decimated. So a lot of that negative energy could be coming from the disenfranchised Native ancestors. Building a home on sacred grounds, on burial lands, can potentially be problematic. That can be a bad idea because those grounds are protected in the living world, but they're also protected in the spirit world. And those energies might take action against whoever is there. Jeff has felt the presence of multiple spirits in the basement. I've explored the basement. I've seen a lot, I've felt a lot here. I'm excited to get to the rest of the hotel though to see what else I can find. Okay, I'm gonna give you keys to the two most haunted rooms in the entire hotel. Here's a key to room 219, which is right here. Okay. And here's a key to room 315, which is on the third floor. All right, let's get started. First stop, room 219 on the second floor. This room has a very sad sort of air about it. As soon as you come into the space, I mean, I feel it right now. It feels oppressive in the way that it's taken a life previously, at least one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Alaska Triangle. A hub of unexplained disappearances and a hotspot for paranormal activity. Everybody knows about the Bermuda Triangle, but the Alaska Triangle is even weirder. In Alaska's capital city, Juneau, paranormal investigator Jeff Richards is trying to contact resident spirits in one of the Alaska hotel's most haunted rooms, 219. This room has a very sad sort of air about it as soon as you come into the space. I mean, I feel it right now. We have a particular spirit that gets seen by a lot of people, and we call her Alice. Alice lived in a room with her beau, and that room was 219. She was with him, but he left to go out and seek his fortune. 100 years later, Jeff has picked up on spiritual energy in that same room, 219. The energy of the basement was menacing, but this is, this is almost sorrowful, you know, it's... Alice ran out of money, and so she turned to the world's oldest profession. Like many impoverished women down on their luck back then, she became a prostitute. Only problem is her boyfriend did come back. He became furious. He killed her in a crime of passion. Jeff, a self-professed intuitive, thinks he can feel a link to those events. There's like a feminine voice, a woman's voice. And she's saying, tell me. Like, sort of like shouting it. Like, tell me. And there's confusion. And to this day, people see Alice in a diaphanous gown. Sadness is there because it's like, Something's been pulled away before its time with no real explanation. Okay, I wanna see, uh, I wanna go see 315. Another shocking story haunts the floor above. 
There's another strange occurrence that happened in room 315. There was a sailor in the year 2007 who rented a room. He was rather intoxicated and he wanted a room that was haunted. Though the man entered the room alone, guests reported hearing loud voices. It was as if someone were talking to someone else in the room who wasn't there. But it wasn't just voices. People hear screaming, yelling, virtual chaos in the room. He ends up actually throwing himself out of this window. So whatever he was experiencing was so terrible, was so, so frightening that he was compelled to leap out this window and fall, you know, three stories down. The window itself, it's, it's small. It's a very small opening. This wall here is just a few feet away. So he would have been skidding down that wall, getting bumped and banged up and scratched the whole way down. When the police finally enter the room, they find a scene of carnage. There was blood all over the room. The window was broken. And when I say blood all over the room, I mean the walls, the ceiling, the beds, everywhere. I do feel a bit uneasy right now in the room. I mean, especially with the door closed. But it's not even that. It's just like everything sort of... kind of closing in a little bit. This room feels... It feels oppressive in the way that it's taken... It's taken a life previously, at least one. get some of the equipment out and start start trying to communicate with whatever this might be. Jeff will use a trio of electromagnetic meters to gauge any spirit's activity in the room. Hopefully we're able to net something here today, okay? Warming up big time. Okay. I'd like to invite anyone who might be present in this room right now to step forward and communicate with me. My name is Jeff, and I enter your space with nothing but respect. I'm simply here to record your story. Jeff's specialist device picks up on electromagnetic variations in the room's atmosphere. Incredibly, it can translate any paranormal messages into actual words, which are then spoken by the machine. Basement. July. Can I just... July 12th, 1921. July. Okay? Those are... That's, again, we're getting a string of very significant hits here right now. Amazingly, Jeff has heard the spirit voice say the same date he picked up on earlier and wrote on his pad. What's... What's July? What's the 12th of July? Was that the day you were killed? 12th of July. Go ahead, touch that light. Yes, good, good. Jeff believes the ghost can show its presence by boosting the energy in the room, which registers on his machine. 
I'd like to know what it is that you want, why you're here. Can you tell me why you're here? Hell. What about hell? Are you stuck in hell? Are you in hell? Alice. This does not happen often. But when it does, it's significant. Alice. So we're speaking with Alice. Is this Alice? In a remarkable development, Jeff feels he's in direct contact with the hotel's best-known ghost, the Gold Rush-era guest known as Alice, brutally murdered by her furious lover. Alice, you can touch this light if, if, if this is Alice that we're speaking with. This is Alice. Okay, very good. Alice? Did you die in room 219? Poltergeists. Alice, are you the poltergeist in the basement? Alice, are you still with us? Alice? Alice, I'd like to say thank you for speaking with us. I thank you for your communication. I'm gonna say goodbye now. Once again, thank you. I firmly believe that today, I was speaking directly to Alice. My theory is that the young man who stayed in this room had an encounter with her. The scorned woman who was killed before, you know, she was ready, obviously very tragically she was killed, and is sort of now left wandering, trapped. Alice, for me that confirms the name. That confirms, you know, what has been speculated about in this hotel for years and years and years. We have now given them some conclusive proof. That's a big deal. It's very, very significant. Um, July, basement. Again, these are all clues leading towards us connecting today with Alice from Room 219. Those were huge hits. Those were really big hits. From an investigative perspective, those were great. I think we're done. From the hundreds of paranormal experiences to psychic contact, the evidence of intense paranormal activity at Juno's Alaskan Hotel is abundant. And there are plenty more hauntings for Jeff to investigate. But supernatural forces in the triangle aren't just urban phenomena. From deep in the wilderness, far from civilization, come legends of a mysterious beast, like the Bigfoot or Sasquatch. But Alaska has its own mythical monster. They're very dangerous. Suspected of thousands of human abductions. It is extremely bad luck to even mention its name. Feared by generations of Native Americans. They have old stories going back thousands of years about these things. And possibly attacking people today. I know it happened because I've got the scars to prove it. Its name is Kushtaka. 
It's a creature synonymous with the spirit world of Native American Klingit people, the indigenous population of Southeast Alaska. The Kushika is a shape-shifting creature in Klingit society, and it's known to inhabit all of Southeast Alaska. The literal translation is land otter man. They're very dangerous. They're very big and muscular, and they have a lot of physical power behind them. Part man, part otter. This land and water-dwelling monster is reputed to have abducted countless people over generations. Kushikas tie into Klinkit culture in accounting for missing people and what might happen to them. For centuries, Native American artists have depicted the creature's terrifying form in masks and art. This being is similar to the Klinkit Kushtika because this being hair covered and very cold in the body is the same sort of creature that would steal a, a drowning fisherman and take him to another land and as such is much feared. Tales of its attacks stretch back hundreds of years. Thomas Bay, Southern Alaska, known as the Bay of Death, it's the site of one of the Alaska Triangle's most infamous mysteries. And locals like Bjorn Dila grew up on its terrifying tales. The legend of Thomas Bay is a quintessential spook story of Southeast Alaska. Back at the beginning of the 20th century, Alaska was still a wild, unexplored frontier. But people were starting to explore it. So this is a couple years after the Klondike Gold Rush ended. There's no gold to be had, really, but people are still just fleeing uh, the lower 48 in hopes of kind of economic opportunities that Alaska might offer. Among them, a gold-hungry prospector known as Charlie. Charlie knew this elderly Clinkett man who had this big piece of quartz that was flecked full of gold, and Charlie was following this this Clinkett man around being like, where did you find this? The tribesman gives Charlie a vital tip-off. Charlie heads alone into the wilderness, desperate to find his fortune. His destination, Thomas Bay, an area revered by Native Americans for its evil spirits and known for an historic landslide that wiped out an entire settlement. The Clinkett people of the area wouldn't have anything to do with the bay. There was a fear of something menacing in the forest. They call it Devil's Country. Undeterred, Charlie sets up camp alone. So Charlie sets up camp and immediately it just starts pouring rain. For a full week, Charlie waits out the rain in his tent. Charlie, after weeks of rain, comes out of his tent. He's following this Clinkett man's directions to this gold deposit. Alone in the wilderness, with supplies fast running out, the man searches the hillsides for any sign of the long-rumored gold seams. He's up high on a ridge. He's kind of turned around, and then he exposes this huge ledge full of gold. Of the hundreds of thousands of prospectors who sought their fortunes in the gold fields of America, few ever tasted such luck. 
After marking the find, Charlie goes in search of more gold. But his luck is about to run out. He turns around, and right there are these creatures that are neither man nor monkey, but just hideous, shrieking, screaming, hollering, and trying to get him. The only word that he can use to describe them are devil creatures. So he tries to use his gun, which doesn't work that well. Terrified for his life, Charlie flees Thomas Bay, taking nothing with him, except an incredible tale that will last for centuries. And for Alaskans, it corroborates a legend as old as Alaska itself, the legend of the Kushtaka. The Kushtaka is one of the most terrifying creatures there is uh, in our folklore. We don't acknowledge their existence. They're the boogeymen. They're demonized. Now, cryptozoologist Lance Hightower is on a mission to find the mythical monster and sort legend from reality. We're on a hunt looking for evidence of the Kushtaka. We have the ideal environment. We have dense forests, steep cliffs, and water. In fact, we're not too far away from a very famous location, Thomas Bay. So I think this is going to be an ideal location, and I'm looking forward in getting in there and seeing what we can find. Could Kushtaka be a genuinely unknown species? Science does not know everything. We're discovering new species all the time. That is, there's many new and undiscovered species waiting to be found, including very big animals. Lance is ready to find out and prepared for every eventuality. So I have in my backpack an EM meter. It's been said that these Kushika elicit some type of electromagnetic frequency. And in addition, I have a uh, infrared. So as night falls, I want to be able to see what's going on around me. As we go over here and investigate, I have no idea what's over there. So we want to be safe at all cost. It's a precaution worth taking. It was not far from this spot in woods like these that one of the most recent and terrifying Kushtaka encounters occurred. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would have an encounter with the Kushtaka. The Kushtaka are shape-shifting beings from the Klingit mythology. Uh, they have old stories going back thousands of years about these things. They're infamous for appearing out of nowhere and swooping on their victims. People like Diana Lynn Tucker. Back in 2007, my husband and I had saved up enough money to come to Alaska for the summer. We had rented a little summer home and we had some friends come up to visit us. It was a beautiful, beautiful July date my friend and I decided to go on a walk. So Cherie and I found a couple of paths to go, and there was one, it was more woodsy than the other one. Diana heads deep into the woods 
enchanted, but alone. Next thing I know, everything went silent. It was like that nightmare came to life. Unaware of the danger, Diana was walking in the world of the Kushtaka. Just like cryptozoologist Lance Hightower, on an expedition deep into the wilderness, he's looking for signs of the legendary Otter Man. Wait a minute. We have something here. Okay, at first glance, I thought this was a decomposing carcass here of an animal, but looks like what we have here is plant-based fibers that it starts to decay and pull apart, very much like a dead animal. But in this area, this would be very much what a uh, uh, kushtika would eat, an opportunistic animal right here on the shoreline. So this is a prime area for the kushtika to hunt and feed. The Land Otter Man, as the name Kushtaka translates, is said to live between the water and the land, but also between the physical and spirit worlds. They know how to do things that we don't even understand yet. It's beyond us. This may sound like a nightmarish fairy tale, a legend, but Alaska remains the last great unexplored region of the United States. There's things there that remain anomalous because no one's really had a chance to investigate them. Experts link the Kushtika's awesome powers to the location of its habitat, deep in the Alaska Triangle. Look at this. Look how dangerous this is here. Anything could be watching us. This is like a fortress in here. You have the high cliffs, dense forest, and if I was gonna be a Kushtika, I would be in the shadows. I need to find a way to investigate up there. I need to get over there. As the sun sets, Lance heads deep into the forest. Okay, we made it to the top of the ridge here. And as a hunter, one of the things I'm looking for is any signs, uh, such as scat, anything like that. And I don't see any right now. But in addition, I'm looking for uh, movement. You want to be still and you want to see movement. And if there's movement, you want to wait just a second to see what you have. It was in woods like these that Texan Diana Lynn Tucker encountered the shape-shifting Kushtaka while out walking on summer vacation. All of a sudden, there were these ravens. I don't even know what they were. These big black birds, and they were coming into the trees. Separated from her friend, Diana is vulnerable to attack. I'm looking around for Cherie. I can't find her anywhere. I can't speak. I can't move. I can hardly breathe. It just became dark with these black crow birds. And then I look over, and there's this bird-like man, this huge entity with this big face. Suddenly, I just fell. The birds were coming at me. I could feel the blood going down my arms. And um, I'm sorry, it's just so scary. 
The shape-shifting Kustika had made Diana's worst nightmares a reality by transforming into a bird. When I was a child, I had older brothers, and we watched a very famous movie about these big black birds that were just evil. And ever since then, they have just always, always terrified me. The Kustika is something that preys upon your most primal fears with this ability to almost peer into your soul. Incredibly, Diana escaped with her life. And my friend, she was, what is wrong? And why are you bleeding? She thought that I had like fallen. And I was freaked out and scared. What in the hell just happened? It, it was unexplainable. Diana could make no sense of her terrifying experience until she came face to face with a Native American elder. She looked up at me with just the fear of God in her eyes as if she had just seen the devil. And she asked me if I had been touched by the Kushtaka. She told me that the fact that I came out of it alive meant that I had a very strong soul and there was some larger purpose for me in life. It was validating. This was real. This did happen. I was approached and there's something out there. I know it happened because I've got the scars to prove it. It was just frightening as hell. Diana survived her experience. Now, Lance Hightower is seeking the shape-shifting beast she says attacked her. Anything could be watching us right now, we wouldn't know it. How dense everything, just look at it. There could be something 15 yards away you'd never know in the shadows. What's more, Native Americans believe the Kushtika can make itself invisible. If the Kushtika has all the special powers that the Klingit people say it does, then this could be one of the hardest creatures to track down. That's because it appears to morph between our realm and another realm. So I pulled out my EMF meter. It reads the electromagnetic frequency that these Kushtika are supposed to emit. Into the early hours of the Alaskan twilight, Lance searches for any sign of the Kushtika. Okay, it's dark here now. I did my investigation up on this ridge. There's no telling what's up there that could be watching me right now. I didn't register anything on my EMF meter or my infrared, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. These are master of disguise going to the shadow world. What I know, it's dark. I sense all on this ridge and I need to get out of here. As Lance leaves Alaska, the mystery of the Kushtika remains hidden deep in the forest. From hotel hauntings to supernatural beasts, the mysteries of the Alaska Triangle continue. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.